Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Top Shelf Sports Talk. You're hanging out in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan. Rochester. All right, we're joined now, as we are every week at this time, by the host of Send It In and Odyssey Sports betting insider PJ Glasser. And insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Uh, it's it's that time of year, PJ. I mean, the Super Bowl is here. Uh, sorry that your Ravens didn't get in. I know that you're upset that our Bills didn't get in, but we've still got a great game to look forward to. We know how how much money is going to be won and lost with all of the different sports books. We were curious, PJ, have you ever been to Las Vegas? I have. I have. One of my favorite cities, I would say. Yeah. Like the next time you go, and certainly we love Bet MGM. What, 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 what casino would you stay at? Well, that's a good question. Well, Mandalay is a good one. You know, Caesar's Palace is a good one. My personal favorite, though, fellas, the Bellagio. <laughs> Oh, yeah, PJ, you going to spend some time there at the Bellagio? I am going to watch the fountains. Oh, guys, do you think I'll see Tony Romo at the Bellagio? <laughs> well, I, I hear it's better than the Flamingo yes. or the Palazzo. <laughs> Palazzo, Flamingo, good one. Guys, I'm just going to go around Vegas, and every time I see a hotel with an O, I'm just going to text you. We'll just add to our list. We're uh, we're off to a roaring start as as always, PJ. Look, we we uh, we're wondering how much you know about this because you're not in New York State. We are, and I think New York State deprives us of a little bit of the fun that a lot of the casual betters would have with the Super Bowl. You know, the things that that we always will end up talking about the prop bets that that'll get so many headlines. Whether you're talking about the color of the Gatorade or the length of the national anthem or how many times Taylor Swift's mug will be on on TV. We can't bet on that in New York State. Is that a state by state thing? Why why is that? I mean, is that something that you know of or or are you aware of? Is that going to change anytime in the future, do you think? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure, guys, but I think it is a state-to-state thing. I know living in Virginia, especially in the futures markets, they don't offer like a lot of long-term futures, especially when like draft season comes around in some of these other states. So, you know, it just depending on where you live, what state, they offer more props, especially those novelty props, just depending where you are. So, um, yeah, New York, obviously, you still got some time until the Super Bowl, so just keep checking every day as we get closer and closer to game time, more stuff should drop. But, you know, if you're online and, you know, people are posting these different props that 
might be in Colorado or Michigan, they might only be in those states. You might not be able to get them in New York. Yeah, it's it, PJ. It's like a going in into a casino and like, you know, I don't want to play the slots. There's no skill to that, but I just want to have a little fun. What's wrong with that? And I, I, I wish our state would kind of come along. It, it hurts me when it comes to the draft, PJ, like the NFL yes. draft. If we had it on that night or we're not allowed to bet on an MVP, like why can't we on a, like, I don't like Joel Embiid. So uh, with the game limit thing there so would there be other well it's it's fun to talk about in theory but we still can't do that here in new york state exactly no i'm totally with you the draft is one of those that every time it comes around i can't bet it i'm always like oh man i'd love to play because right you get so much plus money trades happen and you can get great odds on guys last year i mean i had my buddy place to bet for me it was 16 to 1 for bryce young um DJ Stroud and Will Anderson to go one, two, three, right? Because obviously the Texans trade up, so you can get some great odds. My favorite thing that if you guys are able to bet this in New York State that comes with the Super Bowl every year that I absolutely love is the cross-sport props, right? So on that Sunday, obviously Sunday night, it's, it's the Super Bowl. Nothing else competes. But like earlier in that day, there might be a college basketball game. And let's just say you can bet head-to-head what's going to happen more, Travis Kelsey receiving yards or Purdue points against Michigan, like mm. those kind of things. Always love the cross-sport props and to see how these sports book gets creative with, with what they offer. All right, PJ, so let's uh, begin to dive into it. I mean, we're going to get final predictions and more next week when we talk and, and everybody's in full Super Bowl mode, but we know the outcome of the championship games. Uh, we saw that opening line. It's moved a little bit. What's your takeaway from Niners and Chiefs here as we get ready for next week? I mean, first gut reaction, guys. Um, I knew the Niners would open as favorites. I was interested to see how the line would move. I mean, it's tough not to like the Chiefs. Like, how do you watch these teams, what they've done in the postseason, and not like Kansas City? Like, San Francisco shouldn't be in this game. They were fortunate to get past Green Bay. They certainly were lucky to get uh, past Detroit. And then all the Chiefs have done is they've won outright their last two games as three-point dogs and and four-and-a-half-point dogs, and now you're getting them as dogs again. So the contrarian in me, you guys know I love being a contrarian. When the public zigs, I love to zag the other way. And you know everybody's going to be on Kansas City in this game because it's Mahomes, because they're underdogs, because of the recency bias and how they've looked, who they've beaten, and on the flip side, how San Francisco's looked. But I just, I like the Chiefs. I mean, for one, it's the experience, but I just think about Brock Purdy this season. The one really good, really good defense he played was the Ravens. He had four interceptions in that game. Now you're giving Spags and that Chiefs defense two weeks to prepare. I think they're going to force him into some issues, force him into some turnovers, and you got to give him credit. He's been great in the second half, fourth quarter of these playoff games, and he's helped them win, but he's facing a different animal this week in that Chiefs secondary. So, you know, Kansas City's been really good at not giving up touchdowns to opposing running backs, and McCaffrey scores one just about every game. Um, So how's Shanahan going to counter that? Is he going to use Debo a lot in the run game? Is there going to be a lot of short passing game to Ayuk and Kittle? I just think the matchup for me really favors Kansas City. So I know the line's telling you to bet San Francisco because they're daring you to take Mahomes again as a dog. But 
I think you got to do it, guys. I like Kansas City. Yeah, BJ, I agree with what you are saying because I think Kansas City has drifted into New England territory, meaning, well, how could you bet against Tom Brady? And it's certainly some of those games. Like, there was an ugly one over the Rams at the end. And, you know, by the end of the Patriots run, like, okay, we we know what their game plan is going to be almost. And that is just kind of... Uh, it's slow starts. I love that stat that New England never would score a touchdown in the first quarter, that they would just kind of slow play it. Now that we have this track record about the Chiefs in the in the Super Bowl, is there anything that your, your early trend that you can kind of spot something like that when it comes to Mahomes or Kelsey or Andy Reid in this defense now that we have a nice body of work of the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? Well, yeah, certainly, Gene. I mean, you talk about the Patriots starting slow in those playoff games. The Chiefs, they kind of finish slow, right? I mean, the second-half unders, fourth-quarter unders this season for Kansas City have been a goldmine. Guys, I think their fourth-quarter unders this season are like 18-2. and two. Mm. Like, that's impossible wow. that, it's that it's that profitable. So, I think because Kansas City is so good in the second half of games and they don't give up points – I think if you like San Francisco, the better plan of attack might be the first half, especially the way their two playoff games had started against Green Bay and against Detroit. They know they have to get off to a fast start against Kansas City. And with Shanahan's track record and those numbers of him straight up when he's trailing in the second half, trailing in the fourth quarter, like it would just be a nightmare scenario if San Francisco comes to, is trying to come from behind to win this game. So, that would be my angle. If you like San Francisco, I would look to bet him first quarter. I'd look to bet him first half. And, you know, we know Mahomes is as good as anybody coming behind in the second half, especially when he's down double digits. So that's my takeaway. That would be my trend to watch for. Obviously, the Chiefs second half, fourth quarter under. And then if you like San Francisco, to attack him early in the game. All right. What about uh, touchdown props? Because it, it feels like he's always open. And it's some, I know it's low-hanging fruit, but it's sometimes the most delicious. Is <laughs> Travis Kelsey going to get into the end zone on the Super Bowl? Absolutely. Especially at the price, minus 110. Got to go with Kelsey. I really like Debo, guys. That would be my play. If he couldn't give me one of the top guys, if he couldn't give me CMC, Pacheco, Kelsey, if you wanted a guy with plus money, I think Debo would be my pick just because, again, the Chiefs are so good at limiting touchdowns to opposing running backs. That's why McCaffrey's minus 210 anytime touchdown. Normally, we see that number minimum minus 300. And with Debo getting two weeks to rest that shoulder, and with Kansas City being so bad against the run, I think this game, more than others, Shanahan really looks to use Debo in the run game. So uh, that would be my guy. I like Debo plus 175. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. So, PJ, again, in New York State, we can't bet on this, but let's just say you have a friend in another state or a friend out in Vegas that could help you out. Um, The Super Bowl MVP. Now, the NFL MVP for the season always goes to a quarterback. Last time it wasn't a quarterback was Adrian Peterson. That's not the case with the Super Bowl MVP. You could have Julian Edelman. You could have Von Miller won it one year. So when we're looking at the Super Bowl MVPs, any value that you're spotting there? 
I, I think so. And guys, for the viewers that don't know how Super Bowl MVP like voting work, I think it's really important, especially for a year like this. So it's an 80-20 split, okay? 80% of the Super Bowl MVP vote is from the writers, the media members, all those kinds of people. The other 20% is the fan vote, right? Where they just vote for who they want to win Super Bowl MVP. Mm. We all know there's going to be a bunch of Swifties watching this <laughs> game, right? We all know that if Kansas City wins and plays well, Kelsey probably will, be, will have a part of that. So I think more than any other Super Bowl this could be one of the years not to take one of the quarterbacks, right? Because, like, you look at Mahomes' numbers this postseason, it's been like one touchdown, 200 yards. You know, he's not turning it over, but he's not putting up three or four touchdowns and 300 yards. And Purdy is going up against a great pass defense. So it's probably going to have to be a big CMC game or Debo or Kittle or one of these guys. So for me, it's Kelsey. It's kind of a culmination of, just kind of how great he's been throughout his career in the postseason. Mahomes has already won the first two Super Bowl MVPs for the Chiefs. And with that 20% fan vote, like, I know a lot of people are going to laugh, but, like, at the end of the day, we all know that Travis Kelsey is going to dominate that fan vote. So, I, uh, for me, I think the value is with Kelsey at 14-1. to 1. And then, again, I, I just I feel like this is going to be a Debo Samuel game. So, him – at 35 to one, and then maybe take a sprinkle with one of the de- defensive guys on the Chiefs just because they've been so good on that side of the ball. And I think they can force some turnovers on Purdy. So if you want to look at like a Trent McDuffie or a Legarius Sneed, guys like that, 200 to one, 250 to one, certainly think they could be worth a shot too. PJ, less of a betting question and more of just a football question. You're there in the district around b- the Baltimore Ravens. McDonald goes to uh, Seattle today, and we found out yesterday that Ben Johnson remains in Detroit. So of the two teams that didn't make the Super Bowl, do you feel more confident next season in the Lions being able to run it back, or do you think Baltimore can withstand the loss of their defensive coordinator and be as competitive next season as they were this? It's a great question. I think you still have to feel better if you're a Ravens fan. Now, certainly the Lions, the NFC side, is the easier side. And really, guys, the only thing the Lions have to improve is their pass defense. I mean, we see the offense is more than good enough. Their O-line's great. They got two good backs. They got receiving weapons all over the field. And the big concern was golf, but now that he's got Ben Johnson back, he's going to be really good. The Lions are great against the run. Literally all the Lions should do this offseason, draft corners and go get corners and safeties in in the uh, free agency. That's all they should do. So I think they're certainly a threat, but... You know, the Ravens, I think, as you guys know, you, in, when you're in professional sports, sometimes you got to learn how to lose before you can learn how to win, even though I thought the Ravens had a golden opportunity. Lamar had never been to an AFC championship game. You know, he finally got there. And I, I do think that the Chiefs could be potentially down next year. Like, I think maybe there's a chance that Kelsey retires. Now, certainly Burrow's going to be back, and Rodgers will be back, and you're going to have all these guys, and now Herbert's going to have Harbaugh. So it's tougher on the AFC side, but uh, I, I would more say, even though the Ravens are losing Mike McDonald, which is a huge blow to their defense, and Ben Johnson's coming back, it's close, but I would still give the edge to the Ravens. When did you realize, oh, this really isn't happening? Was it the Flowers fumble? Was it the Lamar pick? When did that happen, BJ? Yeah, it was It was the Flowers fumble. That was the, the whole game plan was just, God, it was, it was bizarre to watch. You know, when Lamar had that first touchdown when he spun out of a tackle, 
incredible play. When the Chiefs scored their second touchdown, guys, when they went first two drives right down the field for a touchdown, I said, oh, boy, we're in trouble. But just the Ravens played that entire game like they were down by 30 points, and they were never down by more than 10. It's like they didn't watch the Bills game the week before and how much success the Bills were having on the ground. So it was frustrating. The defense shut them out in the second half. They gave them a chance. And then once Flowers fumbled, that was the, that was the nail in the coffin. You just... When stuff like that happens, you go, you know, it's just not your day. PJ, some uh, action in the NBA tonight. Do you have any plays that you like? We see that Jokic is going to be out against the Thunder, which is a loss for all of us. What What are your uh, takes on tonight's slate of games in the NBA? Yeah, so now that Jokic is out, guys, I was originally on the Thunder because it was a pick but now it's up to six and a half. And this is when I like betting the NBA is when superstars are out and you kind of get value on that team who's missing their star. So I do like Denver tonight plus the six and a half. I would look at them. Um, I also like the Suns tonight in Brooklyn, minus three and a half. They've obviously been playing better ball. They're healthier. Um, And, you know, it's a KD revenge game of somewhat, right, going into Brooklyn. I think he'll have a big night. So those are the two plays that jumped out to me, the Nuggets plus six and a half and uh, Suns minus three and a half. All right, question for both of you guys as we wrap this up because you brought up Phoenix and Brooklyn tonight. It's the first game for KD back. Are they doing a tribute video tonight? Oh, God. Can we stop? He said, KD says he doesn't want one. They actually, actually asked him. I think they're doing one tonight, PJ. Yeah, I think, they, I think they might, too. I think they might. I agree with Danger that they shouldn't. I mean, they didn't win anything under him, but I think... Uh, I think they probably will. It's like the social media team at the team that, that, you know, sends out the thank you coach tweet the day that he gets blown out, right? Like, thank you. Thank you, coach. We appreciate you. It's like, why you're sending out a tweet saying that you just basically you're thanking him. We, we can see through it. Like, what are we doing? Stop, stop wasting our time. Exactly. Guys, real quick too. I have a question for you. I was thinking about this when I was getting ready to come on with you. As Bills fans, people in that area, do you think they're starting to hate this the Chiefs oh my God. as much as they did those Brady Belichick teams <laughs> oh in New God. England? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of what we've been wow, talking about yeah. all week, PJ. I mean, uh, yeah. it's it's a fatigue that uh, that I think all of all of football felt with the Patriots, right? Like the, by the time. Brady was, you know, it's like, oh, God, you're just rooting against Brady, which is a shame in retrospect because he is gone down. He has gone down as the best ever, right? And it's gone, and now you don't have it anymore, but you have it with Mahomes, and I think there is, I think Chiefs fatigue is a real thing for sure. It's just interesting because obviously the Patriots are in your division, and the Chiefs, it just feels like you always play in the postseason, whereas the Patriots... Bills really never matched up with them until the Mac Jones year when you guys absolutely dismantled them, but that was without Brady. So, yeah, that's interesting. I'm I'm really starting to hate the Chiefs too, fellas. They're annoying <laughs> me a little bit, you know, a <laughs> little bit. It's the meme of the the, the men uh, arm wrestling. There, we have something in common, PJ. Raven fans, Bills fans, bonding here. Uh, PJ, uh, you've had some good guests here on the show. Tell everybody about. Yeah, was the- Bill Burr on with you today? Bill Burr was on with me today. That was kind of a crazy one. So it was awesome to talk to him. That was a great interview. We were talking a little bit about the Super Bowl. He's going to be out there in Vegas. Um, yeah, obviously football's winding down, so we're transitioning now, you know, to a lot of college basketball talk. Golf, obviously, they're out at Pebble Beach this week. 30-minute show. Send it in. You can watch us on Twitch, YouTube, Odyssey app. And uh, it's just a fast-paced, rapid show. People can tune in. Fan interactions encouraged with their picks and best bets and questions. And uh, it's a lot of fun over on the BeckQL Network. Appreciate you, PJ. Let's talk next week, and we'll dive in a little bit deeper into all the bets that we like for the Super Bowl.
Always a pleasure, guys. I'll see if I can do the phone call from the Bellagio. <laughs> <laughs> you have to cross the street there if they're putting you up at the MGM. We'll look forward to That's it, PJ. Right. Yep, see you guys. Yep. Yeah, he is the host of Send It In. Odyssey Sports Betting Insider PJ Glasser and Insider Calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. If you're new to the show or maybe you missed it, it's just the cliff notes. Like well, that That's a bit we won't let go because he's got the Baltimore accent. This was right before the uh, Women's World Cup, and he let out a Megan Rapino. <laughs> Oh, I, I, and I know that it's a Van Pelt, Tim Kirkshin thing. This is fine. We, 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 we acknowledge like, that. Yeah. But you can't, you can't admit that, like, I can't not laugh when I hear somebody from Baltimore drop that accent. They don't realize it, but they do it. Like when he, when PJ first dropped that Megan Rapino, we're like, oh my God. And now it's now every week we got to get one out of him. Bellagio. Flamingo. <laughs> Going to watch the heat tonight. Bam at Can't wait. Uh, PJ's great. Always class. Great having him on with us here. And hopefully we get some winners on him. I kind of like his plays in the NBA tonight. I think I'll tail T, uh, PJ on that. Uh, oh, that's that's ABC tonight. Phoenix and Brooklyn. Yeah. We get to watch. Oh, please, that Brooklyn team that never did anything. You're going to honor that guy tonight? Yeah, right. Uh, she mentioned that this hour of the sports bar is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. We're going to be joined shortly by Sal Capaccio here in the sports bar. Uh, talk a little bit about, uh, you know, continue our conversation from yesterday, talking about that uh, that move to promote Bobby Babich from within. Yeah, and it's not clear what's next here, which makes it an interesting story, right? Does does McDermott still call the plays? Does Babich have control? Um, and what's next here? You need a defensive line coach. You need a quarterback coach. And you've got all these offseason questions concerning the Buffalo Bills. We'll talk to Sal Capaccio, WGR, coming up here shortly. And uh, before we get to happy hour at 5 o'clock, we'll share some takes as well. I'll drink to that is on the way. Uh, the Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub Wingman line is open for you. You can join us at 866-4326. Good Smoke Barbecue is hosting their Valentine's Day sweetheart deal. That's happening 1130 to 9 Wednesday, February 14th. Valentine's Day, the sweetheart deal is available for dine-in and takeout. Treat that special person or persons in your life to a sweetheart of a deal that includes three meats, two sides, two cornbread, complimentary champagne, two cupcakes, all for $32.99. Reservations, if you're dining in, highly suggested at GoodSmokeBBQ.com. You can reserve online. And the regular menu is also available. Valentine's Day falls on a Wacky Wing Wednesday this year. So buy one, get one. Dine-in wings are also available. It's Good Smoke Barbecue and Pub in East Rochester for Valentine's Day. You're listening to the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia on 95.7 FM and AM 950, The Fan Rochester. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 